Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wednesday. If you're listening live, I'm excited that you are here. This is one of my favorite hours of the week, and I've got some fun stuff to teach today. I wanted to talk about brand. You know, I was recently awarded an honorary doctorate, and I have to say the reason that I think that I was nominated for this accolade was that I've, over the years, finally figured out what it meant to brand me, brand you. Uh, Not the new brand you, but what does it mean to have a brand? And for the longest time, I used to teach and preach that everyone has a brand at all times. You don't even realize it. Like you have a brand in your family or in your workplace. Are you the one who always shows up late? Are you the one who always brings a gift? Are you the only one who always leaves early or complains? That is your brand. You always have a brand and it's so much smarter in business to be the one to create it than let the world create it for you. So today, if you will, I'm certainly willing to take questions. I have a lot of viewers uh, from all over the world on my page today. Hello, everybody. I can see your comments and happy to answer questions. Uh, today, I don't have a guest. I, I, I might, I have one of my friends who might pop in, but I wanted a teaching moment. You know, I charge a lot of money to teach classes and I thought, well, wouldn't it be a fun thing with my cool new groovy glasses to just educate, uplift, and truly inspire you today. So if that's good, can I get a show of hands that says yes? I got a whole bunch of people going, hey, we love you, thank you from all over the world. Type in where you're watching from. This is the, my favorite part. I've got Portugal, I've got Asia, I've got, wow, Thailand, okay, uh, Peru, and New York. <laughs> We're from all over the world. I love that. So let me start by saying, there's been this concept about the great reset or the great resignation, both of which seem to be happening. I don't think either one of them are especially great, but anyway, um, it is stressful. That's all I can say. But when the great resignation happened, about 4 million people walked out of their job last March, just left. My question is, where are all those people going? And what do you, and if you're one of them, what are you going to be doing? Did you have a plan? I've talked to a bunch because you know, every Sunday I teach a pitch class. Uh, if you want more information about that, simply go to www pitch secrets masterclass and i will be there live i've been there live every sunday since covid started and it's a two hour once a week kind of give back for me where i meet lots of people and i coach and tweak your pitches i'm all about if you can pitch you can get anything and everything in life but most people have no idea one what they want and two if they did even how to go about getting it i am an expert manifester in fact, so much so that we have a word for it. If you manifest in my world, we call it Forbesing it. What have you Forbes lately? Hmm. And to Forbes, it means to get something, especially when no one else thinks it's possible. And I'll tell you what, uh, I've manifested a lot of amazing things in my life, most of which no one thought was possible. Oh, and I have to share something very funny with you. This is one of the craziest things that just happened. I'm doing a memorial gala dinner for a dear friend of mine who started a charity called City Gala. His name was Ryan Long. And sadly, he died in a car accident uh, about a year and a half ago. And we're doing a memorial for him. It's emotional, it's a little draining. Uh, it's certainly sad because he had such a bright light ahead of him, but I guess somebody had different plans for him. 
And I was talking to the coordinator yesterday and she says, do you know a guy named Sam? And I'm like, no. She said, he went to high school with you. I'm like, high school was like 40 some odd years ago. I'm like, no. And then I thought about it for a second. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. There was a Sam and I won't say his last name on air, but I said it and she's like, yeah, that's it. I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. This was a man, or it wasn't a man, we were both kids. He's a little older than me, but used to work in a, like a Best Buy type electronic store. And my dad, I think, tried to pimp me out. He wanted a discount on something. He said, go, go be nice to him. Like, you know, you're kind of cute, whatever my dad would do. And we became friends and he was studying to be a male nurse. And the irony of that story is that my dad would have a horrible accident, uh, put his hand in a printing press and, and ended up in the hospital for three years, 15 different operations. And Sam was his nurse his male nurse on rotation. And he and I sort of dated and became friends in the hospital. I spent my entire high school in a hospital and Sam was the guy there. I haven't talked to him in 40 something years. I called him yesterday and it was like, whoa. And of course you do this whole thing about what have you been doing? How are you in life? And I was very excited to share all the things that I've been up to because I was very intentional about what I've wanted whether it's being as an actress, a television host, an infomercial host working on home shopping. Now we've got 12,000 coaching students. I've had this beautiful radio show for more than 10 years. I love Voice America and the company and the platform that we're on. I also love teaching, preaching, communicating with you guys and being of service in any way that I can. It's been a very fulfilling part of my life. But this whole soulpreneur thing, you know, uh, one of the things that you have to start with is your mindset. And I, I'm going to quote something from Mary Morrissey that I heard this morning. I, I, I listen to a lot of books and, and audio tapes and YouTube videos. I think you need to learn to earn. And so I'm just going to bring forth, this is not an original. The first time I'm saying it, I heard it this morning. And I thought about you guys going, what am I going to talk about today? And this was crazy. I don't think I have money with me. She, um, she said she was listening to a preacher come out. He's going to talk about something very spiritual. He walks out opens up his wallet, pulls out a whole wad of money and says, see this money, see all these hundreds and fifties. I love money. I love money. And then he kisses it. Mmm, I love money. And he puts it back in the wallet. Well, she said that she was sitting in the audience and she was a little disgusted, like almost repulsed by this, like, ew, what, what's going on here? And he stopped and said, before I go on with my presentation. Oh, she even said, I don't think he's very spiritual given how he's like kissing money. And he then turned to the audience and said, let me ask you guys a question. When I did all that and took the money out and kissed it, were you a little repulsed by what I did to which she was like, Oh my God, did you hear my thoughts? Did you even think that maybe I wasn't even spiritual because I was kissing money and how much I love money? He said, if I brought out a small little boy, cute as a button. And I walked him to the front of the stage and I give him a big hug. And I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is my grandson and gave him a big kiss. And I love my grandson. You'd have all looked at me and thought, oh, how wonderful. But instead you actually have this repulsion for money. You like the grandkid, but you don't like the money. You think that's evil or do you? He said, by the way, money doesn't want to hang out with people who don't like it. <laughs> I will tell you light bulbs went off for me this morning. And I'm so excited to share that with you. Do you understand that money is energy and that you can have lots of it or little of it, or they can buy things, money, money unto itself is nothing but a piece of paper. And the funny thing is people who say money don't, doesn't grow on trees and eh, it does grow on trees because it's made out of paper. Unless you're talking about Bitcoin, huh? Money is the root of all evil. I'm going to tell you the absence of money 
makes people do terrible things. That might be the root of all evil. So I want to share with you a couple of things that I've done as I've built my brand along the way. And hopefully these tips and tricks are wonderful. I know that I can see our audience is growing here on my Facebook. We have 1.8 million fans on our Facebook page. I want you to uh, invite your friends in. Maybe they're going to learn something they've not heard before. So when you start out on a business, there's a couple of things they always tell you. You need a logo. You need a website. Do you? I've grown several multi-million dollar businesses, never had a website. In fact, the funny thing about a website is who's going to your website? You know where people go? They go to social media. They go to Facebook. They go to LinkedIn. They go to Twitter. You should be on there with a brand. If people want to know, yeah, that's when you get a website. But most people spend so much money and time and effort to create this thing that nobody goes to and doesn't have much of a call to action. So this weekend, by the way, I teach a thing. I teach it globally called GSD. Anybody here want to take a guess and see what GSD stands for? In my world, it's called get shit done. We call it get shit done. What are we going to get? Get shit done. So you have a, a book in your head, right? You want to you write a book, you want to tell your story, write your memoir, or you have a good idea, and you never get to it, and you die. Man, that sucks, right? You never got your book out. You wanted to, you tried to. In my world, that's not good enough. In my world, write this down, finishing is happiness. I'll tell you, I've got lots of books and holding them in my hand, holding my fitness product, my spin gym in my hand, knowing that I, I researched it, I developed it, I manufactured it, I did everything with it. It's kind of nice, right? So I have this thing that's in my ugly book. Oh, my book's not finished. The cover's not right. My ugly book is better than your no book. My ugly course, it's not as good. Oh, it's better than your no course. Y'all have a phone. I think this is like, 22.0, like it was 2.0, 3.0, they didn't get it right? No, they keep improving it. You can always improve it, but you have to launch. So one of the things that most people think about is I need a logo. I have to stress out about a logo. Well, what if a logo was not the end of the world? And it really isn't. I mean, they're everywhere, but I got to tell you, you do want one that serves who and what you are. And I know you all look at things like that check that Nike did. Oh, that was so easy to come up with. No, no, that took a lot of brilliant minds a long time to figure that out. And how you cement it into your head is what a logo means. To spend the time as a solopreneur drilling down and understanding your style, your colors, your when people think about you, what do they think about? And I urge you, if you're playing along today, that maybe you take out a pen and a piece of paper and do an exercise with me and see if we can't make this a working radio show today. I like that idea, working radio show. So one of the things I have my clients do, and again, guys, I charge a lot of money for this. I'm just going to give this away to you just because you're a fan of the show. And I believe that you're going to share this with someone else who needs it even more than you do. That's the whole part of being of service that I just like. Okay. So when you think of, you know, you think of taglines to movies, you think of colors and styles, think about the opening of any movie. What color is the preview screen? You know, you get to the movies a little early, you get to watch all the previews. It's green. It's yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I know that. I've seen that green and white. When they bring that favorite drink that everybody loves, that fizzy drink with the syrup in it, that's red and white. That's Coca-Cola. You know that. You're driving down and you see two golden arches. What are you thinking about? Oh my God, brands are permeating us everywhere, right? I mean, it's kind of crazy. And the fact that a white check is what Nike is just blows my mind. 
you know, think about that little picture of Air Jordan, that very iconic picture of him flying through the air. So a brand is not necessarily what you think it is. And I will tell you a process that we do in my world if you want to brand with us. I mean, I have a whole training about this. But a brand is the process of creating precise and pinpointed communication for your company. If I say Starbucks, you think of something specific. If I say Dunkin' Donuts, you think of something else. With Dunkin' Donuts, you got that, that pink and white, that cute little donut hole. I think of honey glazed donuts and cute little packaging. I go to Starbucks, a little more sophisticated, that green and white, it's a little more elegant. They call them baristas, not people who work behind the counter. You can sit there, it's got music, got dark wood. It's a, it's a feel, it's a vibe. And you ever notice that all the Starbucks look like all the other Starbucks? All the Dunkin' Donuts look like all the other. When you get the branding right, ooh, you are good for a very, very long time. And so now you say, well, how does it, how does that pertain to me? How do I get to be a brand? Well, you don't have to be Disney to be a brand. I mean, even a small business can have a brand. In fact, to stand out from all the other entrepreneurs, just like you, people doing the same thing, it's really essential. Like if you're a coach or a doctor, why do I come to you? So I was sitting this week at my dentist's office and my dentist is like this cuddly teddy bear of a guy who'd make house calls if he could. And I said to him, how's the business going? He says, well, you know, we could use this. I said, what do you do for marketing? And he told me some generic marketing. I said, you know what you need to talk about? The fact that you're the friendly guy, you're the dentist that everybody wishes they had. And he looked at me and said, well, that's funny. People say that to me all the time. I said, that's your brand. And your marketing should reflect your brand. He said, well, my marketing team didn't do that. Everything's just very generic, like my 1-800 number dentist. I said, well, that's the problem between an amateur and somebody who really gets those six, seven, and eight figure businesses going, okay? And the first thing you have to do with anything we ever do is to get your mindset right. You gotta, number one, believe that you are unique, that you are special, and the time that you invest to build this, okay? Because your mindset determines your behavior and your outlook, which in turn delivers your outcome. So what we were looking for here and the amount of time you're going to invest will create a clear, holistic and instant communication of your business or service. That's what we're looking for. And I'll tell you what, a brand mindset ensures bigger success. That is a proven fact. When you've got a brand, when you say Martha, I just saw Martha Stewart's picture on wine. I'm like, really? But you, there's a thing, people know the Martha Stewart and it's got her picture on it because we're, her face is kind of iconic. We know what that is, right? And I will tell you when your brand set your brand mindset is clearly in place, you can communicate that brand message so consistently in every medium, whether you're in social media, whether you're in a networking event, whether you're on television. And once you do that, it becomes a no-brainer why people choose you. You're reliable, you're consistent, you're out there, the message is clear. So what I always talk about when I'm creating this brand awareness for people is my three C's, clarity, communication, those two equal confidence. And the funny thing is that when you are talking to somebody, your level of confidence is what they buy into. You know, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. And now, since I come from the pitching world, everyone always thinks pitching is sleazy. Well, no, the reason I've sold two and a half billion dollars worth of product is that it doesn't sound sleazy. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm enrolling you. I'm exciting you. I'm engaging you. And I know I've got great product, so I'm putting that forth. And at some point you're like, I really want that. Wow, when you get to that stage with your product, your service, your idea, your life changes radically, your revenue changes. I'm gonna tell you, everything becomes completely different. And most people just never get to this part. They actually don't invest in themselves, their education, 
which is really strange. I have spent so much money well after college to go to seminars, three, five, seven day seminars, retreats, online courses. If you're not investing in you, if you're not learning to earning, what exactly are you doing? Hmm. I would be very, very mindful of that. I just spent this weekend with a group of uh, people at my television studio here in Tampa, Florida, where we were doing a thing called Momentum X. And that's where I take average entrepreneurs, doctors and lawyers and, and bakers and accountants, and I put them on television. And I show you what it's like to talk to this camera, to talk in a radio show, to be on a podcast. Can you imagine, this is one of my philosophies too. You can build your email list and market your entire world for free. Anybody want to know how? I need to hear like five yeses. I want to hear some yeses. I want to know that you are out there listening and that you want to know how you can get this for free. I know, does that sound too good to be true? Well, I'm going to tell you in just a second. I'm going to look over here on my Facebook and I want to see who's commenting. I'm on the wrong window. And so I'm excited to get back in here. Hang on a second. I'm going to type this in so I can play along in real time. If you're listening right now, I'm going to pull you up and we're going to see how we can solve some problems for you guys, which I just love. I think that's the coolest thing you can do is to actually interact with people. I don't like talking in vacuums. Um, I know you're listening even if I can't see your face. I just think that's the coolest thing ever. All right, so uh, there I am. Oh, look at that. I got six, right, we got a whole bunch of comments, whole bunch of people watching, April and Eric and Ann Landstrom. I love my Ann Landstrom. All right, I am liking this communication part. Anne's very interesting. Anne is a photographer who takes brand photos. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want great photos, you really should come hang out with me. I will introduce you and set you up with the best brand photographer I've ever met. All right. Well, think about this. Why would you want a headshot? Why would you want a brand headshot? Because your face is everything when you are your business. Think about it. There's a profile picture everywhere you look. There's a profile picture on your Facebook, on your LinkedIn, on your Instagram. We're obsessed with your face. And for those of you who are playing along live right now, my daughter just popped something in. I guess there's a new app. Can you guys see this? It's an app that makes a drawing so beautiful. Oh my God, I don't know how they did that, but it is just gorgeous. Looks just like me. I, if Anne's watching, these are actual images of her photos and they look like somebody hand drew them. I look very happy there. And I was, I was all excited to be taking these photos that I'm gonna use in my branding. All right, I do, I love to coach this. I love that people really begin to understand their colors, their style, their energy. I mean, I have gone to such lengths. Okay, here was an example of one thing that we did that was just crazy. One of the things that you need to know when you are branding is you need to know your essence. What is it that makes Julia Roberts different from Sandra Bullock, different from, give me some other actress, or Mel Gibson, different from Kevin Costner? Well, there's massive, subtle differences. I will tell you what, they're crazy. And we had to break these down. And I don't know if you remember Mel Gibson and Kevin Costner, but when I was growing up, those are the two action heroes. And it seems that Kevin was a loner. And when he played characters that were loners, like Dances with Wolves, the Aquaman movie that he did. Um, he did a movie called The Postman. He was out there by himself. Those were huge box office successes. When he was in a different character, not so much. Then you got Mel Gibson, who was not the loner. He was the leader of men. He was doing Braveheart. He was doing Patriot. He was doing a lot of those kind of movies. And that was the essence that we liked from him. 
And you say, well, Forbes is an actor. Can't they play any character? And the irony is no. They have an essence. They have a brand. Kevin Costner right now is starring in a TV series called Yellowstone that I'm just obsessed with because he's a little bit older, a little salty, seasoned. But he's got a big heart because he has to be the big, the big hearted guy. He's not, I guess there's one or two movies he played the bad guy. I don't know the names of those. That's not his essence. That's not his branding. This is a guy who's willing to go through hell and fire to save a woman or save his family or save his land. That's what he does. And when he plays those characters, he wins and we love him. When you're watching a Julia Roberts, the movie that she won an Oscar for, movies that we love her, where she's just so vulnerable and she finds strength in her quiet vulnerability. You don't think she's going to win, but she pulls it out and she lets us see so much of her. Sandra Bullock, not so much. She's a tough, fun comedian and I don't think she gets that vulnerable. And when they lock into those characters, oh my God, everybody except Meryl Streep, who can be anybody really needs to play to their strength. What is it that makes you, you? So you want to look at someone like me, since I'm the, only, I'm the only one I can see right now. And I go, wow, Forbes, you're very shy and meek and understated. And you wear flower dresses. And no, I don't, I don't do any of those things. I am a pretty masculine woman. I'm pretty out there. I'm competing with the boys, which is not always fun because in my heart of hearts, I'm just a little girl and make, funny faces at me, I want to go home. But I've learned over the years that I have a big personality. And so me playing small and telling you I'm an introvert doesn't really help my brand any, just so you know. But I also am very heart centric. And I hope that my brand, when people think about Forbes Riley, they go, wow, that was a woman who's been through a lot, has tremendous resilience and a passion and a commitment to helping other people. That would be a good brand. And so I have it on my wall, something like that. And I strive to do that every day. I think it's been very interesting. Um, and for those of you playing like Brigetta and uh, Stephen, I'd be curious to see when you think of Forbes Riley, what are three words that you think of? Which by the way, is a great exercise for you to do on your Facebook wall. Now I'm gonna give you a little uh, insight into my take on Facebook, okay? So, I, I do this in my classes again, guys, I charge so much for this training and today I am just laying it on you and loving on you. So when it comes to Facebook, if I type your name in and a page comes up, right? What do you call that page? Anybody playing along wants to chime in? Most people when they begin, oh, it's my personal page. I'm going to put my dog, my children. Really? There's nothing personal about that page. If I can type your name in and can see it, it's quite a public page. Yeah. Definitely a public page. You do not want to be putting pictures of your children and your personal life up there because everybody, including every stalker and wacko can see this. If you want a personal page, my personal advice to you is to open up a group, a private Facebook group, invite mom, dad, cousins, friends, and then close it. And only those people who you want to see those things can see those things. Okay. What I consider this is a gateway page to your world. Now, April just chimed in. I have to share this because it's such preciousness. April, when I asked for three words, said powerful, heartfelt, and classy. Oi, I love you. I love you. <laughs> but that's good to know that's what you think about me. Because if you don't know what other people think about the brand you think you're putting out, case in point, when I was growing up in high school, I was weirdly shy and very unattractive and quite the loner. Take my word for it. And I didn't talk a lot to other people. For a while, I couldn't talk because I had a tongue pressure in my mouth. Yeah, that was challenging. It was braces that were there for eight years. 
And my senior year, the braces came off. My, I had my nose fixed by a doctor who felt so bad for me that I was so crooked, he offered to do it for free. And I became a beauty queen. I became Miss Teenage New York in the Miss Teenage America pageant. And all of a sudden I was a little noticed. And I found people coming up to me saying, you're so nice. I thought you were really stuck up because you didn't talk to anybody. And I'm like, me? Stuck up? I was so nervous in the corner. I didn't talk to anybody because I was afraid to talk. So my brand was not matching who I was and it was not that good an experience. So you have to match what you think people come to know about you. So ask them, go on your Facebook wall, your gateway page and say, hey, because on that page, by the way, if you want to win in the game of social media and promoting your brand, it starts on that page. It starts on what is your profile picture? Can I see your face? Are you, I've been doing this a lot lately. Are you wearing sunglasses? Is it a mile away so I can't tell it's you? You know what the profile picture is for? It is so I can find you. Now there's not a lot of Forbes Riley's running around, but there's a lot of Sue Martins and Andy Johnson's. And if I can't clearly see your face, I can't communicate with you and you lose. The second thing that Facebook gives you for free is this giant banner at the top of the page. Don't sell in there. We're not talking about selling. I did not say selling. I said, you are all about engagement. Put a cool picture up there that has something to do with you and a little something about your message. So when I land there, and I find you quite by accident, I'm intrigued. I have done this this last week and I have pictures of a sunset. Someone's like, oh, that's the sunset off the roof of my house in Italy. Like, I don't know that. What does it have to do with your dog walking business? Oh, well, I didn't want to talk about my business. Why don't you put a picture of you just hugging a dog going dogs are a girl's best friend too. That's all it is. Isn't that funny? And then there's a little place where you can put a link because that's what you're going to link to your world. Here's a big thing that's important. Anne is writing, your website is your storefront. You have three seconds to capture what you do for your potential client. Oh, and I know that we got this from each other, but it's about what you can do. When somebody says, what, what do you do? They don't care what you do. They care what you can do for them. And if you always think that way, you'll stop telling rambling stories that don't matter to anybody that have no point and get you nowhere. But to do that effectively, come to www Pitch Secrets Masterclass and join me on Sunday. Because on Sunday, guys, I'm on a Zoom call with you. I can see your faces. I can see where you live. I can see your energy. And if I can see it and tweak it and you leave better than when you showed up, woohoo, we win. All right? So a couple of other things that I think you need when you're doing your branding. And every company has this. Very few individual entrepreneurs think this is important. I'll write this down. What is your mission as a brand? What is your vision of the world as a brand? What are your core values as a brand? What's important to you? Now, if you go into, well, you can go on the internet and type in mission statement. It's there for every single company. They all have to have it. And again, my entrepreneurs, they come to me going, why would I need that? Why would you need that? Because you are now in business. Welcome to the real world. So I'm going to type into my computer here, mission statement examples. Okay. Mission statement examples. And watch what happens when you hear some of these and I'll read it. And you tell me if you can possibly guess the company, this will be fun to do. All right. So it says here that a mission statement is used by a company to explain in simple and concise terms, its purpose for being. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. 
So this says, to, I'm not going to tell you the company. And you guys at home on my Facebook, you guys should play along. This company, I will say it's a beverage company, okay? To refresh the world, to inspire moments of optimism and happiness, to create value and make a difference. Anybody have any idea? That's a big, bold statement. I would never guess the company from that statement. I don't believe that that is what they do, but you never know. Um, they have 500 brands of soft drinks, waters, coffees, and teas in almost 200 countries. Does anybody have any idea? Uh, and somebody guessed it. It's Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola company? To refresh the world, to inspire moments of optimism and happiness, to create value and make a difference. Mm, that doesn't quite seem like them. Okay, here's another one. How about a company that uses the power of science, exploration, education, and storytelling to illuminate and protect the wonders of our world? What company do you think that might be? Do you have an idea? You guys, you all know it was Coke. That's so funny. I would never have known that. All right, so let me read this one again. I'm loving this game that we're playing. Play along at home. If you're driving, just think about it. The blank, blank, blank uses the power of science, exploration, education, and storytelling to illuminate and protect the wonders of our world. Da, na, 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 da, na, na. It is National Geographic. I like that one, right? I think that was kind of cool. Um, wow, some of these are interesting. This, we've all seen this company and it is to create a better everyday life for the many people. I don't think they're an English company. They're not. They come from Sweden. To create a better everyday life for the many people. I don't know if that's right. That can't be right. For the average people? I don't know. That doesn't seem like somebody made a mistake. But I will tell you, that's Ikea. The Swedish company, famous for its ready-to-assemble furniture and its delicious meatballs, gotta tell you, I've had lots of those, combines its mission and its vision statement into one simple thing. To create better everyday life, oh, for as many people as possible, that's what it says. <laughs> to create a better everyday life for as many people as possible. That makes sense, that is Ikea. How about this one? Oh, oh to give people the power to build community and bring the world closer together to give people the power to build community. All right, let me think about what this is. Come on guys, it's a software platform. It is designed with the idea of helping people to stay connected with their friends and family. Come on, I'm not gonna give it to you. And it is Facebook. Oh my God, you guys are really good. Okay, I wanna do one more. Cause this is probably one of my, it's, I think it's just so cute. Our mission is to inspire and nurture the human spirit one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. Okay, I'm going to read that again because this I thought this was so clever. And again, these are not written overnight. This takes a staff of very powerful people. When you do it for your own company, get some friends around, get your, you know, do a little surveying. Our mission is to inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. Bingo, Marilyn, you are freaking this, you win. I don't know what you're gonna get, but Marilyn and Trisha, it's Starbucks. How crazy is that? So I want you to go, well, do you have a mission in your world? I don't know that you do. And if you do, I would love you to share it with me. I'm looking for another one that might be even more fun. Um, oh, this is interesting. I just love reading this. I love things that are business. You know that I do, but this is all about branding. So this company says, ready? We believe beauty 
is for each person to define an hours to celebrate. Oh my God, what, what, you know, when they came up with that sentence, we believe beauty is for each person to define an hours to celebrate. Together, we support and encourage bold choices in beauty and in life. Our purpose is to inspire fearlessness. I would have never come up with this. I think it's crazy. It's a French company. They're a leader in their world. And I got to tell you, it is powerful. Anybody in my world here have a thought about this? I'm going to read it one more time. Oh, that's my, can you do me a favor? Can you tell him to go away? Because he's right by my door in the middle of my radio show. So we believe beauty is for each person to define and hours to celebrate. Together, we support and encourage bold choices in beauty and in life. Our purpose is to inspire fearlessness. What do we think? Esty, Sephora, how did you, oh my God, you guys are brilliant. Trisha and April got Sephora with no problem. So that means with those crazy sentences, they got the brand. Congratulations, you guys, for playing along with me. And I'm going to tell you, when you get your mission statement, and you can say it, and strangers that you've never met can guess what you're talking about. So let's see. Um, I do have a mission statement, but I don't have it right here. But it is something about to inspire and motivate people to pitch their ideas so they can get anything and everything they want. Maybe I'll have to add the word fearless. I like that. So yes, you guys are playing along. You win for today. I wish I had some great prizes to give you. All I can give you is my love and invite you to my mastermind tonight. Tonight's mastermind at eight o'clock has got almost 2000 people in it. It is a fun place to hang out on a Wednesday at eight o'clock. All right. I want to circle back for a second and I want to share with something. Do you guys hear the energy with which I talk? I don't, I, I, I used to do ESPN many years ago. I did the X games and my beautiful husband watches ESPN every morning. And there's a, I think it's called first take. And there's a, a, a guy on there who pretty much yells about everything. He's just so damn excited. I'm exhausted listening to him, but his ratings are spot on. He's gone through the roof. In my world, we call that passion. If you are not passionate about your brand, about what you stand for, a definition of passion is a strong emotion, especially as distinct from reason or intellect. What do you bring in terms of passion? How you ignite and set a fire people listening to you. It will change everything. It, you will actually not even be able to believe how big you can grow your brand and your business. All right, so I want to go down, let's see. Um, well, let me just talk about one of the problems when you are your solopreneur, you don't spend a lot of time thinking about this, right? And, and that's unfortunate because there's a way to work on your business and to work in your business. And so often, so many people are so busy, you know, getting the next sale or showing up for the next meeting that they haven't taken the time to step back and define their brand. This takes a little bit of focus. I know you're constantly being pulled and pushed in so many directions all at the same time, right? Because there's always something else to do. You will not succeed the way you want to if you don't step back and let's define the word focus. Not one of my favorite F words, but I'm getting better at it. And that means a concentrated effort or attention on one thing at a time. People come to me, oh my God, oh Forbes, you know, I'm doing a book and I've got my second book and then I've got three courses I'm working on. I'm like, did you just go to the buffet and stuff your face full of the hamburger, the hot dog, the french fries, the salad, and the ice cream all at the same time? Yeah, it tastes terrible. If I were you, I would eat one at a time. 
If I were you, I wouldn't go to buffets because you'll overindulge. You don't need that much food. A little bit of it. Well, that's what focus is. Go down a path. And how did we start this about an hour ago? Finishing is happiness. All right. So I would love you to reach out to me. I do have a free gift for you guys today that I've worked on. I'd love to share. Go to www.freegiftfromforbes.com. I've got some great motivational videos there. And I will tell you, it will just change your life. And I'm happy to give them to you for free. And the crazy thing is most of you spend a lot more time doing the business than working in the business. If you reverse that and flip it on its head, you can take your business any direction that you want to go. Your success, I guarantee it, will be achieved quicker and you'll have more fun. Your habits, I know habits are hard to break and fear that drives the need to say yes is so strong. I'm going to encourage you to say no. No, I can't go here and can't go there and I'm not there for everybody. No. Brigitte writes, you grab attention unapologetically. That's one of my favorite words. Unapologetically. I don't need to say I'm sorry. This is me time. This is downtime. I went, I took one of my students to the hot springs the other day. I don't know if you realize, I love massages. I love Korean springs. Oh my gosh. I just came back from Chicago and Dallas. Both have these giant Korean hot springs that are open 24 hours a day. If you've never experienced one, usually they're called like king spas. They have maybe eight different saunas in this like warehouse building. They'll have a gold sauna. They'll have a charcoal sauna. They'll have a, a gemstone sauna. Then they'll have an ice room. Then I went into a room that was 240 degrees. You have to crawl in this room. You feel like your own, like, you're, you're like you are the pizza. And man, things just pour out of you. And then the, I only know the women's, but the, the women who scrub you go for a body scrub. You want to talk about freaky? It's like a vegetable scrubber. All I know is black falls off of me. And I'm thinking I'm like a little, little creature that's just shedding stuff. And if you don't do that, hmm, where's all that stuff going? So focus. You notice how I, was, I just didn't focus there? All right. So how about we circle back to why are you in business in the first place? I would love you to answer that question for me. Why are you in business? Are you in business to make money? Are you in business that you created yourself a job that you now hate? Are you in business to change the world? Are you in business for what? I don't know. I've got a whole bunch of people, over 61 comments so far, if you're playing along live. And if you're listening to my replay on YouTube, on YouTube or iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or anywhere else, do me a small favor. If you like this, tell other people. Leave me a five-star review saying, this was really fun and different. I don't hear a lot of women talking about life like this. Well, I appreciate that. And I think we have a perfect five-star rating on iTunes. If you don't like about it, we're not on iTunes. So don't visit that. Just kidding. All right. So why are you in business? Hmm? Okay. Well, it's a funny thing about business. So empowerment rights, I want to impact the world to change the world. April, I don't buy that. You can't change the world. People can barely change their minds. You're going to change the entire world. I think that is such a a generic thing that an 18 year old, oh, I want to go and change the world. No, that is not why you're in business, my friends. You're in business to generate and make money. If your idea, product, or service doesn't generate or make money, you have a hobby. You sometimes have a very expensive hobby. Do you want that? I don't know. I don't. I have no desire to work for somebody else. And there's years that I've gone very hungry because I didn't want to work for somebody else. You don't have to. I would tell you. It's easier. You should intern. You should work for somebody who's more successful for a number of years before you just go out on your own. There are so many things that you need to learn to do 
to be successful. And I would like you to think about all of those things. And again, we'll go back to the idea of just even branding you. What makes you unique, right? So now you can't say that you just want to make money. That's not why you're doing it. But I will tell you at the end of the day, your P&L statement is not an emotional thing. It's black and white. You earn this, you spend this. You didn't earn that, you didn't spend this. You pay your taxes, you put it in the bank, you buy, you invest, okay? So I truly, truly want you to understand. So many people come to me with these wacky ideas that even if the idea worked, the business plan would never work. The product is so expensive. I don't want to manufacture outside the US. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't think any of us should, but do you want to pay five times as much for something? It almost invariably goes, no, I don't, I want it cheaper. Well, then maybe you have to have some adjustments here, right? All right. Now I talked about a company mission statement, but I'm going to also encourage you guys to create personal mission statements. Okay. Um, when you create a personal mission statement about who you are and what you're doing, it connects you with your own unique purpose and the profound satisfaction that comes with fulfilling that. Now, as I'm looking at some of the comments, I saw Anne Landstrom's go by. She's a photographer. I know that she just absolutely loves what she does. Now, I'm also going to say there's parts of her business that she doesn't love. I don't know that she loves the retouching part. I don't know that she loves the billing part. I don't know that she loves the paying taxes part. That is where you learn to delegate. Because in the brand world, are you the CEO of your company? You don't have to be. I'm, I'm in fact not the CEO of the company I created. I gave that to my daughter because I didn't want to make all those decisions. I didn't want to handle the bill paying and I didn't want to handle the, all the employee relations. So I'm what's called the CVO. I'm the chief visionary officer, but I will tell you, if you are a visionary, you must have someone on the other side implementing. And in my course, by the way, I've got a really cool course for you guys. If you go to www.gsd with Forbes, that is called get you done with Forbes. We have an entire program of how you get you done and get you done is a mindset. It really is about a step-by-step -step methodical way to do anything. And somebody wrote earlier, how do you eat an elephant? Giant, giant elephant. Well, number one, you don't eat elephants. They don't taste good. And they're two sweet animals. I would never eat an elephant. But if you did, you do it one bite at a time. And that's a really important thing. It encompasses everything we're talking about. The focus, the concentration, the why you're doing what you're doing. The slowing it down to enjoy what you're up to. Okay? And I will tell you, that it's a very inward process to develop your personal mission statement. What's important to you? What are your core values? And if you value your family, you might leave the office earlier. Well, if you're leaving the office earlier, maybe not making as much money. Well, this is a little conundrum, isn't it? Well, that's part of learning to delegate. That is part of understanding that when you discover your uniqueness, what your business model is and how it works, you've got yourself aligned, you understand what your brand is, what your colors are, what your mission is, how you show up, you're consistent. You start to automate. And then the coolest thing about having a brand is you make money in your sleep. You go to bed at night and you wake up with money in your bank. It is the coolest thing ever. You know, when I started my company with my daughter, we took all of my things online and I had, a, I had a huge brand on television and radio, 
but I really hadn't mastered this online thing. The email sequencing and the automations and the funnels and the, all the things that make the online world work. And I did my very first webinar two years ago, right in the middle of COVID, because we all had a pivot. Yes, we all did pivot. Pivoting is a good thing. And I opened, I had 26 people in the room. And I said, guys, I've got a thousand dollar coaching that I'm going to take you through. Who would like to be there? Blah, blah, blah. Hung up the Zoom call. I went to bed, woke up the next morning. I opened up my account and there was 25K. And I looked at my then 18 year old daughter and I said, huh, oh, hmm, what does K stand for? And she's like, mom, are you kidding me? You made $25,000 last night. You sold 25 out of 26 people your first course online. I did what? Now, you know how I did that? I'd already had an established brand. I was Forbes Riley from television. I sold $2.5 billion worth of product there. So it makes sense that I could probably sell a $1,000 course to people who, and I, here's the thing guys, come take my pitching class because I'll tell you the secrets to pitching. One of the things that you all get wrong is you get so excited about what you're doing that you can't wait to tell somebody what they need. Oh my God, you need to come see Forbes. She's just brilliant. She'll teach you pitching. No, nobody needs to do anything. The secret to great pitching is getting them to want what you have. And when you do that, life gets so glorious. So when those 25 out of 26 people watched me that night, all but one of them said to themselves, you know, I would like to study with her. She seems credible. I know, like, and trust her. The material is what I'm looking for because I own a business and I get very tongue tied when I talk about it. I don't enjoy pitching and I absolutely hate closing. Hello, how can you have a business if you do all that? So I'm going to invest and come for a couple of weeks and spend time with Forbes in her media mastery training. The first month we did a hundred thousand dollars. I'm sitting here going, wow, this is spectacular. And you know why you can do it so easily on the internet like I could never do in person, same way I could do it on the television screen, is it's one to many. When you've got a time to be one to many, you had better be clear, concise, confident. The way you talk, the way you show up. You know, I'm looking at my nails right now. My nails are very, very well manicured. They're a little longer than normal. They're a little glamorous. What would you think about my brand right now if I had chipped little nails? My nails are kind of weak. These are false nails, but I love them, right? I, they're mine. And so if I had dirt under my nail, I don't remember that one. What would you think about me? Oh, well, Forbes, maybe you're not as put together as I thought. That's brand. I tend to show up now without makeup on. Uh, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But my brand now is about being vulnerable. It's about being my age and saying, look, I don't want to spend an hour a day doing my makeup, an hour a day doing my hair. I don't have enough time in my life to do all that. Either love me the way I am or don't. That's part of my brand. My brand's gotten a little more brash because I have a massive mantra I live by. And I, you, I'm happy to give this one to you. Please write this down. You get what you tolerate. Oh, so if your brand is that you're a pushover, people will walk all over you. I had a student in my classes, we do a what do you want exercise. And I encourage my students in all my trainings, we've got 12,000 students to get an accountability partner. 
to connect with another person in the room and level up together and push each other. Well, one of my girls called, she comes to the class the next week. She said, oh my God, that was horrible. I'm like, that was horrible. She said, I got on the phone with your, you know, with my accountability partner. They talked for three hours. Why does everybody do that to me? And I said, simply because you let them. Your brand is you're a pushover. Your brand is that you lend an ear and don't want to talk about yourself. Your brand is that I can walk all over you. Do you want to adjust your brand or keep complaining? And I will tell you, that is what happened. She, I love where that particular client went because she had no idea that it wasn't other people doing it to her, but her allowing it to happen. And when it got known, that was the, you know, people picked on her. Fascinating, right? Mm -mm -mm. Okay. So I want to know what you are up to. So in the minutes that I have remaining, um, can my, can you guys tell me how many minutes I have left? Just so I don't go over. And I want to thank all of my amazing friends and fans who are watching and have been watching for the last 50 minutes on on Facebook. Thank you. Thank you, April and Eric and Brigetti and Odera and Trisha and all you people who got amazing things right. Guys, you guys blew me away with the whole branding game. Wow, you got some mission statements going on there. All right. So when you begin this journey, number one, you are going to focus. Number two, you're going to focus on the word engagement. You're going to imagine that you are the center of your universe. That's what the word influencer means. You are in fact an influencer to everybody and anybody in your circle. And when you are that, oh my gosh, guys, this is the greatest thing. Last year, I had an opportunity to do a compilation book. It was very affordable, beautiful topic. And I said to the publisher, I said, how long does it take to get a hundred authors into a book? He said, it usually takes people about three to six months. Do you know what I said to him? I said, I'm going to get all 100 people in 24 hours. And he looked at me like I was nuts. I went into my millionaire maker inner circle on Facebook, where I now have 5,600 people. Back then I only had a, maybe a couple thousand. I put out why this was valuable to them. I didn't make it about me. And 100 people said, yes, I had to close the doors. We, we sold out in about 40 minutes. Hello, circle of influence, brand, trusted, notable, credible. Are you that in your world? Okay, and I'm gonna tell you, you need to be. Now, I'll give you a little hint. Um, there's a thing called USP. It's called Unique Selling Proposition. Everybody has one, every product has one, every company has one. Your uniqueness, whatever that is, how come we can have Toyota and Kia and Lamborghini and Porsche and, 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 aren't they all just cars? Why does one person go to one and another? I'm not even really much of a car person, so I'm not quite sure. Um, I go wherever, <laughs> I don't know. I just got a new car for the first time in 10 years because my man wanted a new car. I don't care about cars, but think about it. Why do you buy a Jeep or a Land Rover? Those are subtle differences, but they're still unique selling propositions. And they, those companies know exactly what it is the trigger of how to create brand loyalty and so your uniqueness manifests into your unique selling proposition. USP, very, very important to know. It is why you have no competition in life. Nobody is exactly like you, has exactly your story, has exactly your desire. They just don't. Think about it. 
Coke and Pepsi both exist. Burger King and McDonald's and Wendy's and Arby's all exist. You and often, this is the craziest thing. In my hometown, they exist on the same corners. Like literally, you look left, there's Burger King, right, there's McDonald's. And I'll tell you what, half the people go one way and half the people go the other way and they're not switching back and forth. That's ridiculous, why is that? Unique selling proposition. I once asked somebody, because I don't eat at either one of those places, I guess McDonald's was first and then Burger King came out and said, we'll build it your way. So McDonald's, in an effort, I guess, to get you in and out really fast, you got a Whopper or you got a cheeseburger and you didn't get to make any, like, hold the pickle, no, you didn't get to do that. Burger King allowed you to build your own hamburger. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's how it goes. Um, I was like, wow, that's not much of a difference, but apparently it served them both very well. So to reach your goals, you've got to craft an impact that you'll have beyond you. Otherwise, your company will die with you. And that's okay too. Not everybody needs to be a legacy. I got to tell you that. But you do have a potential to make a difference in everything that you do, okay? I truly, truly believe that what you do matters. Your intention going into it. Begin with the end in mind. What expectations do you have? And that having a successful business is not outside of your reach. I want you to, I mean, I spent a lot of time talking today. Oh, and I'm one minute to close. So I actually need to let you guys go. I hope you enjoyed today's branding program. One of my favorite lessons to teach. I normally take three or four hours to teach it, but you got kind of a nice little snippet. Uh, you've been listening to the Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. Business is fun if done right, profitable if done right, and worth sharing. So my name is Forbes Riley, and I hope that you reach out to me on social media. Come find me on Facebook or Instagram. The best way to get a hold of me, simply go to www.forbesriley.com. Guys, with that, I will see you again next time. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.